Welcome to A to Z Sports Powered by BetMGM and Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch. We are Nationals On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. You got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, for our business, and they help you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room, mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head off to Lebanon, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings at calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Again, Bone and Joint TN. Dot org. So, Zach, uh, you uh, have always loved what A.J. Brown brings uh, when it comes to an entertainment value on the field and the swag that he brings off the field. And he just did that even further yesterday when he puts the full court press on Julio Jones by sending that voice message. And so we'll go ahead and play you this video for you to see. This is what A.J. posted on his social media for what he sent to Julio Jones yesterday. Yo, yo, Julio. Hey, man. Check this out, man. Hey, you see the message above right here, bro. Come on, bro. Come vibe with me, bro. Hey, you know I'm good for it. You know all them talks we be having. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you know I'm good for it, bro. You know I got your back, bro. Like, trust me, bro. If you want to carry the load, you can carry it. But if you get tired, you know definitely. You know I'll carry it, bro. Another thing, you know I'm not giving my number up. I said I would. I tried to get number one. They said I can't. So you're going to have to rock number eight. You already know all of this. But, hey, just come mess with your boy, man. Hey, real talk, man. Hey, we waiting on you over here. You say you want to win, right? We just need a couple more pieces. Hey, trust me. Hey, come vibe with me, man. So high entertainment value, in my opinion, for what A.J. Brown. Like, nobody's doing things that A.J. Brown does on Twitter, it feels like, that's a professional athlete. He's very authentic and just rides with how he feels and his emotions. I loved that yesterday. Yeah, well, I, I think it. a lot of people took notice to what is going on. Yeah. And what is going on is Julio Jones, one of the best wide receivers of all time. I mean, that's what he is. He has – and it's unfortunate that the Falcons only got a Super Bowl appearance and a 28-3 to uh, lead just vanish in mm -hmm. the Super Bowl from Julio Jones. But – here we are late in his career, and as we know in sports, late in your career, you may see your big-time player go to a different team to try to whether chase Super Bowl or because his team is in rebuilding mode. And that is the case with the Atlanta Falcons. Julio's, I mean, he said this yesterday, as we talked about, he is trying to get out of town of Atlanta, and he wants to go win. And the Titans are right there to kind of catch him. But A.J. Brown and, and Derrick Henry, as we said, those are the two guys that are kind of leading this charge to get Julio Jones. And I think that all of the Titans, and you could even see Kevin Byard, Chris Johnson, like people connected with the Titans that are players, I guess, or former players in Chris Johnson's case, mm -hmm. they are jockeying for Julio Jones to go to the Titans because I believe they recognize that there's a massive hole on the roster. Oh, yeah. That they are not set. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs, they are set to go make a Super Bowl run. I think the Buffalo Bills are go are, are set to make a Super Bowl run. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, set to make a Super Bowl run. The Green Bay Packers are trying to figure out if their quarterback's even going to stay. But the Titans want to be in that same spot. But without a premier wide receiver opposite of A.J. Brown, 
they're not going to feel that way going into the season. Well, they just don't have enough like average wide receivers around AJ Brown. Like Josh Reynolds, I'm excited about the opportunity that Josh Reynolds is going to have for more uh, targets in an offense compared to what he was doing with the Rams in LA. But after that, there's a bunch of unproven, no name practice squad fringe roster guys that fill out the room. So uh, let's read some comments because I, I saw some people. You know, Tommy says I was on the fence about Julio, but man. Now I want him here. Uh, Danny says, we talk about generational. Julio has been nothing but generational. And Jared says, I'm not excited at all. If you see a restructured deal or two, then I'll start to be excited. Lawan did the same thing with, with J.J. Watt. Yeah, Lawan did that with J.J. Watt. Jared does bring up a valid well, point. But here's where, why I wanted to bring up Jared's comment is because, Jared, like I, I get where you're coming from, but I, I don't think it works that way. I don't think the Titans have to restructure a deal before they trade for Julio Jones. They're not going to restructure a deal unless they have to. And so I think if you're talking about chicken or the egg, whichever comes first, in my opinion, the trade for Julio Jones comes first. The reaction, the restructure is a reaction to that that happens second. But you have to have it. But Right, but you can. You have to have it. You said you don't have to have it. You have to have it. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying you don't have to have it for the trade to be agreed upon in principle. That's my point. Is the Titans can agree with a trade with the Atlanta Falcons for Julio Jones and then restructure the Tannehill deal after they agree on that trade. Right, but you have to restructure a deal I, I, to play football no, I, in 2021. Yes, yes. I'm not disagreeing with that. Well, and that's what Jared's bringing up. No, Jared, no, Jared is saying specifically, I'm not excited at all. If you see a restructured deal or two, then I'll start to be excited, saying that he's not going to think Julio to the Titans is a possibility until he sees a restructured deal. I'm saying it's not necessarily that way. Well, Jared has to shift his excitement. His excitement should go towards the reports that Julio Jones is interested in the Titans and the Atlanta Falcons. This is a very interesting case because Julio Jones has done so much for the city of Atlanta and that football team and that franchise in general. No doubt. I don't think that that franchise and Arthur Blank is going to uh, – they have their best interest, right? They don't have Julio's singular best interest. But I don't think they're going to do him wrong and trade him to a team maybe he doesn't want to be traded to. We talked about him not having a no-trade clause, yeah. which does affect that. Right. But Julio Jones, the reports have come out. That's where I think Jared should be excited, is that J.J. Watt compared, right, did not have the Titans, like, he. That the reports weren't saying that he wanted to go to the Titans. That didn't come out there. Well, well That was floated out that they could be a, 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 well, a possible We'll, we'll get option. to that in a second. Uh, but Jared also said Julio has no say where he goes. This is so stupid. So Jerry, that's what I'm explaining Jared to Jerry. Is, is wet you, blanket on the well, fun? No, today. no, no, no. He just needs to open his ears, right? So Jared, listen to me. You are correct in the sense that directly, yes, he doesn't have a no trade clause. The Atlanta Falcons could trade him to the Jags or uh, the Cardinals or whoever, right, for their best deal. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, here's the underlying circumstance: because what Julio has meant to the Atlanta Falcons franchise. I do believe that they are going to take the teams he likes into consideration. I, the yeah. Arthur Smith and Titans connection is real. Right. So th th there are too many things stacking up that you can't just 
slough that off and be like, well, he doesn't have a no trade clause. This doesn't matter. I, I think that I, is kind of an asinine way of thinking about it just because of all the information that we have. Yeah. So Greg says, I love this because when was the last time the Titans were a destination team for a high profile player? I mean, David Clowney was last year. Now you can say whether what that was or not, but, but no, he's saying the overall, right? Yeah. He's well, saying he's, it's, it's, it's the Tennessee Titans franchise when it comes from the creation, right? In 1999, when they came to Nashville, from that point on, they're a small market team. After they went to the Super Bowl, they had a couple of good playoff runs. They had an AFC championship uh, appearance and lost to the Raiders. And then after that, it was purgatory for years. Team, guys did not want to go to Tennessee. But now that they've restructured under John Robinson, now with Mike Vrabel, Bud Adams has passed. Amy Adams Strunk has rebuilt this franchise over the last several years. The tune has changed, right? Kansas City is a wanted destination because it has changed mm -hmm. because of Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that is, for me, I agree. This is not your 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 dad's Titans. Yeah, it's not. It's as not. As uh, I saw Kent brought up in the comment section. I couldn't a, even say grandfather's yeah, titans because well, because they have been around. They're, they're the Oilers at right? that point. Because Kent brought up in the comment section as he was having a conversation with somebody else about how the Titans locked out Steve McNair uh, from the facility back when they were having a dispute back in 2006. Completely different situation and also completely different people running the Tennessee Titans then compared to 15 years later now when they won five uh, had winning seasons five years in a row. They won the division. They're going to the playoffs year after year, it feels like. So let's get to this because, you know, Julio Jones, uh, AJ Brown had that video for Julio Jones uh, on Instagram. So let's ask this question AJ Brown's voice message to Julio Jones about joining the Titans is that a big deal, small deal, or no deal? So is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal? But first, guys, let me tell you about where we're at. We are live at the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. You need to know where to turn to whenever that injury happens in life. You never know when it will happen, but it sneaks up on you, and you have to know who to trust, where to turn to, to get every process of the, uh, along the way taken care of to get back to health. And the folks here at Bone and Joint Institute can do that for you. Boneandjointtn.org. Check them out. Bone and Joint. TN.org. Uh, check Austin's shirt, BetMGM. We are powered by BetMGM. They are title sponsor of this morning show. Uh, won some props. James Harden, They got uh, the, the Nets blew him out. So I, I do apologize. That's not my fault. That was the, that was a, your gift to the people yesterday. Right, and it, 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 it would have hit. It would have hit. He, he had seven assists. He was about to get two more if we would have played in the fourth quarter. But uh, So that's unfortunate. Yeah. But that's the game. That's the game we play. And that is the fun of BetMGM. Download the app today. Uh, it, it is a great experience. Austin and I, we go back and forth. We try to give each other's picks. I fed him a winner yesterday to, to fill his pockets, to probably throw it back out on the table tonight, right? I mean, you just... Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and, and it hurts. The irony of Jordan Stahl scoring the game-winning goal in overtime won me money because I had a bet on Jordan Stahl anytime goal. Oh, wow. Uh, so, you know, that was a silver lining there. But we'll talk about the Preds later on. All right, big deal, small deal, or no deal? That is the question that we're going to ask you about this audio. I want to play this because uh, we'll listen to it one more time. Yeah, this yeah. is A.J. Brown basically screaming from the rooftops of social media. 
Julio Jones come to Nashville. Yo, yo, Julio. Hey, man, check this out, man. Hey, you see the message above right here, bro. Come on, bro. Come buy out with me, bro. Hey, you know I'm good for it. You know all them talks we be having, you know what I'm saying? Bro, you know I'm good for it, bro. You know I got your back, bro. Like, trust me, bro. If you want to carry the load, you can carry it. But if you get tired, you know definitely, you know I'll carry it, bro. Another thing, you know I'm not giving my number up. I said I would. I tried to get number one. They said I can't. So you're going to have to rock number eight. You already know all of this. But, hey, just come mess with your boy, man. Hey, real talk, man. Hey, we waiting on you over here. You say you want to win, right? We just need a couple more pieces. Hey, trust me. Hey, come vibe with me, man. So is this a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Julio Jones is getting the full court press from A.J. Brown? Zach, to the comments. Before we move any further, i yeah. got to give the love of the show. Oh. The love of the show is going to Zach Grimes because bro got left on red. <laughs> <laughs> True. There was a previous message that was sent, and then this new message. I love that A.J. Brown released that to the public. Yeah. But at the same time, Zach Grimes, you are getting the love of the show because he did get left on red. Yeah, from, from pre-draft. Sliding like, into the DM. Pre-NFL draft when A.J. Brown sent that to Julio Jones about, hey, man, like, I look up to you, yada, yada. You know, they've connected since then. So, you know, we've seen that on social media of, like, A.J. and Julio swapping jerseys whenever they did that rookie year. But, yeah, that's very funny. So, there you go, Zach. Uh, well done right there. So, big deal, small deal, or no deal about this. Jim Lacey says big deal. Steven says big deal. Jared says big deal. Huge deal from DJ. It's definitely a deal. Dom doesn't answer the question, so maybe he will later on. Guy says big deal. Alex says no deal. This is our first no deal. He says because they don't control the trade. Okay. Alex is not lying. He's not wrong. Right. Uh, it matters. William just playing a complete different game of does so it matter? So does is it, it matter? It matters, I think, translates to small deal, at least I, in my mind. I would I would agree with that. Scott does say small deal, says, I'm sure Julio is getting a lot of those calls from other players, possibly. AJ just went public with it. Super big deal from Aaron. Zach Grimes, you just got the love of the show. Big deal, but bigger deal when he responds. So there's a follow-up to that. I like how he's doubling down on that. Albert says big deal. Monster deal from Juan. Sawyer says big deal. Alex says big deal. Donald, our boy Donald says no deal. It has no impact on what Atlanta wants to do. And, let's, and then let's Robbie, stop right here. Robbie adds and says no deal. AJ has no influence. It's cool, though. <laughs> so, so yeah, same thing. Austin, yeah. where are you on this? Is this a big it's, deal? Is this a small deal? Or is this a no deal? I think if it was just A.J. Brown leaving a voice message and doing this, then I would say it's a complete no deal. But it's A.J. Brown doing this after Julio Jones is working out with Derrick Henry, after the, Derrick Henry quote tweeted the, the, the fact from Gridiron, Gridiron uh, Boots Report about where Julio could go. It's about the other tweets, the other social media thing. It's about... Julio Jones being linked to the Titans for a potential trade landing spot. It's everything together that makes it a small deal. Because there's there's just too many like pieces on the trail that you can't just ignore it. Like if it was just isolated, like all of those things I just listed, isolated mean nothing. But I'm pulling them all together and Julio and AJ Brown's the latest to do this. And so I think I think it's a small deal. So I'm I'm actually gonna go with a big deal. I, I I understand your justification with it. I don't disagree, and we all know that Atlanta does hold the cards in this. But I think it's a big deal because of really two reasons. The first reason is that the Tennessee Titans players 
are openly recruiting and telling the world, yeah. not just their own teammates, not just the coaching staff, not just the front office, but the entire social media black hole of the internet, essentially, that they would like Julio Jones on their team. That means something. And I, I think the Atlanta Falcons see this. Everybody the Tennessee it. Titans see this. You don't see Bill Belichick on his snap face sitting there trying to recruit Julio well, Jones. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen AtlantaFalcons.com write a story about A.J. Brown reaching out about Julio Jones in a trade like they did after the Shaded Sharp video because clicks are live for the AtlantaFalcons.com people. But again, like I think it's something. And but but you don't think it's a big deal. I, I think it's a small deal because in reality, there's there's no impact really like in actually pulling this off. It's a recruiting pitch. Okay, so here's and, and recruiting pitch is important because like like let's 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 think about what Julio's or what AJ Brown says in that video message to Julio Jones. He says, "If you want to win, we're winning. We're just a couple pieces away." If you want to carry the load, you can do it, but I got your back if you need me to carry the load. And so there's, it's about what the goal is. All these Titans players know that the goal is to get further than last year, to win the AFC South for a second year, get a home playoff game, win that home playoff game. And why did they not win the home playoff game? In part because they had nobody to catch the football outside of A.J. Brown because Corey Davis got hurt and Cleve Raymond fell down. And that's how the game ended, right? And the opportunity was wasted there. So they know they have this missing piece of, at wide receiver. And Julio Jones is an upgrade over Corey Davis of what they had last year on offense. So they're doing recruiting pitches to get John Robinson's attention to say, we, the locker room, want this. Isn't that a big deal? It's a small you're, deal. You're, you're literally arguing for it, a big deal. I think you are. I think in your mind, you're a little misconstrued. No, no, it's, just, it's small a small deal. deal because. But you're not pitching that. You're because, pitching big deal. You're recruiting them for big deal, uh, but you're telling us no, something else. I just think it's a recruiting pitch by players that don't have control of the situation. Now, they're going to have to influence their general manager. It, how many times? And we That's a big deal. And that leads me to my second point. So, look, I'll recruit you to come over to big deal. It seems like you're. You're at the tipping point. You're almost there. You're selling big deal, but you're claiming small deal, which doesn't well, Travis make any Johnson says you're right. So, so keep going. What? Who's right? Travis Johnson says you were right. A lot of people say that I'm okay. right. Okay. Which makes me feel and solidifies what I already know. And here's the second thing that you need to listen, Austin. Okay. And that is what you just said of the Titans recruiting and, and trying to pitch their general manager to get this deal done solidifies that they have to make a trade offer. But, okay, they have to make an offer. That's that's fine. I can get on board. They're not. No, listen to me. This is a big deal. This has forced John, Robin, John Robinson to try. To try to make a deal for Julio Jones. He has to. He would be doing his entire franchise and his roster a disservice if he doesn't try. So we now know a trade offer will be submitted. I guarantee it because of all of this hoopla. The other thing is they're not going to do a bad trade deal or just a uh, a complete slap-in-the-face trade deal to the Atlanta Falcons because they have too much respect for Arthur Smith. Yeah. That's the reason why. All right, That's so, why it's a big deal. Uh, William Young says, sounds like a big deal now after what I was saying. And then he just, you know, whatever you just said. That's, what I'm, just, that's what I'm telling you. Uh, I, I don't, you, are, I don't, you are literally I don't, selling big deal, but claiming it's I, small. I agree with your point that what this is doing is pushing John Robinson to make an offer. 
I, I agree with that. That's a big deal. We don't know what that situation is. That means the trade offer is going to be on the table. That means the Atlanta Falcons could take it. Not every team is going to do right, that. So, I, you know, I, I think the small deal side of this is running in my family because my brother says when someone recruits him and says then they will restructure their contract, that's when it's a big deal. Because, like, Roger Saffold has talked about restructuring a contract back in March whenever the NFL was doing that a bunch before free agency, right? We haven't heard anything since then about who would like to restructure their contract. There's enough players on the team that they can get somebody to restructure. No, there's not. I mean, there's only, like, four. Because Kevin Byard restructured his last year, so he's not going to get restructured a second year in a row. That's not a good business move for the Titans to do that. They can it, find somebody to restructure. It we is, talked about well, Ryan Tannehill but, but, and paying him the money. But Zach, it's no, it's about there's four guys who the Titans can restructure that would help give room for Julio Jones. Tannehill's the only one that can do it by himself because Tannehill's contract is big enough to restructure and then have room for Julio Jones. So you're telling me that if you went to Ryan Tannehill and you're going to give him more help to try to win a I, Super Bowl, Zach, not, he's going to say no? I'm not, I didn't say that. Well, then you're, you're insinuating that this is going to be difficult. No. I, you I, are. I, I just said crazy I, today, I know, bro. How am you, I crazy? You're on planet Mars. I'm not, I'm not saying you, this is a no You're deal. saying one thing, but, but feeling another. About? It's a small deal. Like, A.J. Brown left the voicemail. Uh, to Julio Jones. It's not a big deal. It's a small we've deal. Literally, it's absolutely we've listed, something. You have listed why it's a big deal. That's I, the funny I, I list why it's a small deal. Because isolated, it's a no deal. With all the other things around it, it bumps it up to a small deal. It's a small deal. So uh, let me ask you a question. Let okay. me lead you to water and see if you'll drink. If you sit there, if I tell you that the Titans go to Ryan Tannehill to restructure to give him help, or any of the other three other players that you have stated that can those can have players the are Tannehill, Henry, Saffold, Lawan. Those are the only four guys that they can restructure that would actually be worth it to get space. Are, in your opinion, Austin, do you think that they would say no if Julio Jones was the piece that they were trying to get? I'm, I've never, I'm asking I'm, that I'm as not, a question. Will you answer? That? I, the players would obviously say yes. Like so I'm not, that now has. Zach, I'm not making the point. You are. That I'm stop talking for a second. I am not making the point that the players would say no to a restructure. I'm saying if a if Ryan Tannehill, which he would never do this because that's not what Ryan Tannehill does. If Ryan Tannehill went on Twitter or Instagram and said, "Yeah, I'll restructure to get Julio Jones," now that's a big deal. Now it's a big deal. You you, you don't make any. I'm sense talking today. about public. You don't make any. I sense think today. I do make sense. You make no sense today. You, you, I, I'm making you're sense. saying one thing and then saying the complete opposite doesn't make, make any sense all the things that you've stated on this show today I I, I honestly push you to go you back and re-listen you're, to this you're show. like overreacting like in this situation here I I look I think I think if you ask those four guys to restructure for Julio Jones they're gonna do it but that's my opinion so that I'm is not, that is a piece a massive piece but to that's get not, Julio Jones but that's not what we're, we're asking the question Zach about AJ Brown's voicemail to Julio Jones on Instagram, if that's a big deal, small deal, or no deal. I say it's a small deal. It's a domino. It, it is a domino. I've said that before. And so I think it's a small deal because it's a voicemail. It's a domino in the bigger picture, but the bigger picture is still a small deal right now. Uh, but I do agree with your point that what the Titans players are doing is recruiting Julio Jones and trying and kind of forcing John Robinson's hand to at least make an offer to the Falcons. And that is where it's at right now. I am at a small deal on this nuanced part of the conversation of Julio Jones. We we digress. You 
that's fine. Uh, I'm not going to change your opinion, even though I would go back and listen to what you've said over the last I, I don't, 10 minutes. I don't disagree with your points. I just I know you I don't care that you don't disagree with my points. What I'm telling you is you are saying one thing have a different scale. Like it's it's subjective. Big deal, small deal, no deal is subjective. But you're selling it, big deal. I'm not. I'm selling small deal because selling now, and now, saying. here is something that is a report, right? Because AJ Brown doing it on social media, somebody said earlier, is more for the fans than it was for the actual like John Robinson or anything, right? It's for the fans to get excited and for AJ Brown to keep being a good uh, entertainment value. I, I disagree. I don't think that it's for the fans. I think there is uh, there's clout that comes with it, right? Where where people recognize and the we share it and all that other stuff. But he truly wants to win, and he believes that well, Julio uh, yes, Jones, yeah. which is a guy that he has stated that he has looked up to his entire life as a wide receiver, he wants him on his football team. Absolutely, this is a ploy for AJ AJ Brown and Julio Jones. It's not about the fans. I disagree. Adamantly I think with that. It, I think it is. A, it it it's about it's the fans not. to a level like it's know. not about the fans. Okay. So this is a report. Chris Sims, who you know well, Chris Sims says Julio Jones is eyeing the Titans and the Patriots. This is was reported on Pro Football Talk Live yesterday. So we'll dive deeper into this about what Chris Sims is saying. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, CalvinandSubtle.com is where you need to go to get your brand new hardwood floors this upcoming spring and summer. We're heading into the summer months. One to two weeks, that's all it takes for you to pick out your perfect hardwood floor for them to order the material and install in your house. Go online, calvinandsubtle.com. That's calvinandsubtle.com or 615-448-6414. Give them a call. They service the entire middle mid-state. So if you're in Clarksville, if you're down here in Franklin, the Bona Joint Institute in this area, you can get brand new hardwood floors. I've told you, I'm basically an interior designer on this show. I've told you what pops. Your wife's going to love you even more than she already does with a brand new kitchen, or a brand new flair. Calvin and Subtle can give you that flair. That's CalvinandSubtle.com. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Make sure you download the app today because the Grizz are back in action tonight trying to get that 2-0 lead in the series. And if you haven't done it yet, here's a great opportunity for you. Download the BetMGM app. Use this code, ATOZ100. That's ATOZ100. You put a $1 money line bet on the Grizz or the Jazz. I'd do the Grizz because it's a better return if you do it. But And then if one three-pointer is made in the entire game, doesn't matter by who, what team, you win $100. So a $1 money line bet after downloading the app using the code ATOZ100, you get $100 if either team hits a single three-pointer in the Grizz-Jazz game tonight. So check that out. Out, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old and must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800 889 9789. All right, guys. Chris Sims said yesterday uh, or the day before that Julio, uh, Julio Jones, there's been so much Julio Jones talk, you yeah. get it mixed up. Yeah. Um, that Julio Jones is between two teams. Uh, the Tennessee Titans and the New England Patriots are his preferred destination right. if a trade can occur. He says a trade will occur because He's out. He's out of the ATL. He ain't going to play for the Falcons this year. I do believe him. I don't think that the Falcons will hold on to him. I do think June 2nd, something will be close to being done, if not done. Titans or Patriots? I think this is interesting. I trust Chris Sims because of these two teams, to be honest. Okay, I, well, I, dive into that. I, because a lot of people hear Chris Sims say something, 
and they think this is the guy who said last month Matt Jones was the guaranteed pick at three by the Niners. They went Trey Lance. This is the guy who said Justin Fields was uh, the 32nd pick overall in the draft when he went 10 to the Bears or whatever. So why we're, do, why we're, do you We're all those guys. No, sure, you sure. were the guy that said Derrick Henry wasn't going to be and a pro you were the guy that said Christian McCaffrey needed to play wide receiver and not running back. Right. So, but again, I'm saying this. He kind of does play uh, wide receiver. Well, he, no, but he is a running back. You said he wouldn't be effective as a running back. You're, you're digressing. But why should you trust Chris Sims when talking about these two teams? Uh, well, he's teams. connected. And he's connected with his dad, Phil Sims, in just the Northeast, in the New York, and that New England way he's got connections within the Patriots I do know that and he played for the Tennessee Titans now things have changed since he played in Tennessee but he is well connected in Nashville so I I and do he was, he was on the Patriots staff in 2012 which guess who was also in New England in 2012 John Robinson so uh, uh, the, I, you can always find uh, the NFL is a network, right? It's a spider web. You can always connect the dots. You can always play Kevin Bacon. I, I do think Chris Sims does. I think this is good information, and I think it makes, it makes sense because both the Titans and the New England Patriots are contenders. Now, they're not the Chiefs, Bucks, or, or the Bills. They are not that, but they are in that second tier. And because of New England's reputation – and they just got a brand new quarterback who went to Alabama, Alabama. right? And I'm, I don't know how much Mac Jones will play this year. That will kind of depend on Cam Newton, or it could depend on Mac Jones, depending on what he does in training camp. But I, I do, I think that this is valid, good, sourceable information, and it makes sense. And this is coming from the Julio side of things. Which, how much does that matter? Because Julio doesn't have a no trade clause. If Julio Jones had a no-trade clause and had to sign off on the team he was being traded to, I think this would matter more. Is this, does, does Julio's interest matter that much to you in this conversation? Yes, he's publicly stating it. This is the world. We have social media. If I want something, if I want, to be honest... But the Falcons it, don't have to do that. They can just take the best offer, whether it's the Titans, the Patriots... Or wherever just, else, if Julio like wants any, to go there or not. It's a it's a sales tactic. It is a sales tactic by not only Julio Jones, but also his agent, who is a salesman. All right? Agents, that's what they do. They sell their client. And they are selling Julio Jones's service based on Julio Jones and where he prefers to go. So look a little deeper into no, this. I, I'm asking and, you a question. You don't have to like preach. I, I know I'm 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 preaching to the public, telling that this is what needs to happen. Okay. Look a little deeper into this. This is something. This is a strategy. And it's just like any NBA team. It's like Anthony Davis going to the Los Angeles Lakers. We all knew how that went down. How did that go down? Anthony Davis publicly stating he wants to go to the Lakers. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. Him sitting out in New Orleans to get to LA. Well, the NBA is a little different. It is? But isn't it, the, the NFL isn't it changing? The NFL is becoming more like the NBA in that, but the NBA is still that, completely that's different. Val that's valid, though. The NFL is trending more like the NBA. Superstars with influence. What's happening, and I'm not talking about the, the masseuse, I'm talking about what's happening with Deshaun Watson. To start, before all of the accusations towards him came out, before that even was a thing, Deshaun Watson was unhappy and wanted to get out of Houston. Uh, uh, yeah. He publicly stated that, and he still actually maintains that, which I'm surprised about that that's the case. 
So uh, this the NFL is becoming more like the NBA. There's something to this. And what usually happens, the players, nobody likes a disgruntled employee. The players usually get what they want. Well, and, and that's – I wanted to ask this question because I wanted to get what you guys thought about it because um, – uh, BMO says Atlanta can do whatever Atlanta feels is in their best interest. Donald says Atlanta doesn't have to care about what Julio Jones wants to do. And Sherlock says on the other side, a team isn't going to trade for a guy that doesn't want to go play there. Because that just creates other issues. Like the Detroit Lions are not going to trade for Julio Jones if Julio Jones is like, hell no, I'm not going to the Lions. Like the Lions are just going to waste whatever they trade away for that. So Sherlock's right. But BMO is also right, and Donald's right, that Atlanta doesn't have to cater to Julio Jones in the situation because his contract says they don't have to. What holds more weight? Atlanta getting the best offer and weighing what the best offer means to them. It is draft capital, in my opinion. And, and, and also... But they have to get that from a team. And, and Atlanta has to trade Julio Jones. Correct. They have we, to. We know this. And so now Atlanta is backed into a corner. The loser of the entire Shannon Sharp deal from the other day was maybe the producer of the show and the Atlanta Falcons. If the producer did not stop them from doing that live TV without Julio knowing that they might be I don't be think trouble. you can stop Shannon Sharp from doing it. Uh, right, but there might be some fines. With him. I, that was more of a joke. But the Falcons are the loser in that because now the world knows that Julio is not going to play for them. They've got a deal. The price was lowered, and now other teams can take advantage of that from the Falcons, they're stuck into a corner where they have to do it. I just I value Julio's desire and his desire to play for certain teams. I think that, and I think that the the Falcons value that. Now they don't completely value it, right? It's not a one hundred percent. Well, you want to go to these two teams? We'll do that because they have to have their franchise's best interest. I get that, and if they get a better deal from the Cardinals instead of the Patriots and, and the Titans, they're probably going to go to the Cardinals. But I don't think – and the Cardinals can be a contender. I, I, yeah, well, Bimo says if Dallas went to Atlanta with two first-rounders, then they're not going to. Then Julio is a cowboy. They're taking that. But, that again, like Bimo's right in the sense that they would take that, but also right in saying there's no way that happens because the Cowboys have so many wide receivers they've drafted high. There are some teams that will not offer or the, the Falcons I, – well, I guess the teams would not offer based on Julio's preference. Yeah. you And that is – that is, I would say, a big deal. You don't want to trade for somebody who doesn't want to be there. Right, which is what Sherlock said earlier. So let's so let's ask this question because we mentioned the Chris Sims report. Where do you think Julio Jones will end up landing? Will it be the Titans or will it be the Patriots? Real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse, the pulse of fitness, where one fifteen minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. How is that even possible? From fifteen minutes of working out to equal five hours. Full body, electronic muscle stimulation. It's fantastic. Puts all that on your muscles. Zero of that pressure on your joints. So if you have any old injuries, pre-existing injuries, don't worry about it. You can get stronger. Burn that body fat. Uh, build muscle right there with Mandu. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. It is for everybody. Old, young, in shape, out of shape, doesn't matter. Mandu.com. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. I want to change this question slightly. Okay, sounds good. Where do you think the, the Julio Jones will end up landing? I want to throw this out to be fair. All right. Titans, Patriots, or somewhere else. I want to have the field out there because we're kind of putting this question in a corner. I want to, for, for anybody answering, 
the field is in there. Well, let's play Vegas a little bit, yeah. speaking of bet MGM. So the Titans, the Patriots, or somewhere else. Okay, so that's been adjusted. Where do you think he will land? So I'm just going to throw this up on the screen uh, because we, we had this from yesterday. So this is what Chris Sims uh, reported yesterday on Pro Football Talk Live is that Julio Jones is eyeing the Titans and the Patriots. So in Julio's mind, he says Titans or Patriots are his preferred landing spots. But as we've talked about for the last several minutes, doesn't necessarily matter that much. I'm going to take a timeout. Okay. Based on what you just said, Austin, I will ask you this. Do you think Julio Jones knows any information based on his agent, based on the conversations of the Falcons? Is this a little bit more in-depth than what we actually truly know? Well, we do know that there have been league reports for a while saying that the Colts, the Ravens, the Niners, the have interest. The Patriots and the Titans, and I think I might be leaving somebody out, have have been interested in Julio Jones. Right? Yes. So do you think that this is maybe a little bit more inside information than has been revealed that Julio knows something that these two are the team these two teams are the most likely teams to kind of pin them against each other to make sure that they get the deal done i mean i, I i'm not going to go I publicly look, say that I no, mean, no I, I can see how you could connect the dots I there it's an opinion it's I, a, it's I a personally leap, but i'm do. not i'm not going to make the leap but if you can that's fine i will i will jump i think that this is my personal opinion I think that this is strategy. Maybe I give these these guys too much credit, these guys being the players and the agents, but I do think that this is a sales tactic. This is a strategy. Oh, it definitely and, is. I, you, got, but, you, you have, at least if I was an agent, I would tell my client, we're going to play chess. We're not playing checkers. We, I'm not going to be asked, king me. It's not about that and Derrick Henry. It's about putting your pawn where you need so your rook can take the, the king. That that it is a chess game, and I think I look more deep into that of why these two teams were late. Well, a a Aikman a or Akeem, I think it is, says Brady ain't in New England uh, no more. That alone can land him in Tennessee. Well, not necessarily because Julio Jones in this entire saga over the last month, there was a report that said that he is interested in playing with Cam Newton. Now, I, I asked the question, why would you want to play with Cam Newton <laughs> in 2021? On it's a one-year deal. It's not 2015 anymore. But, uh, like, why would you want to do that unless he really loves Mac Jones from his Alabama connection and thinks that could be something at the end of his career? But he specifically, the report was about, like, yeah, I'd love, I want to play with Cam. Like, I don't get it. But so the Tom Brady aspect is not actually relevant right now. Winning culture. Yeah. Right. Both of these teams have winning. Well, goals. and the Patriots, like we forget about the Patriots last year. They missed the playoffs after not having Tom Brady, right? But the half of their starting defense opted out from COVID. Those guys are back. They've upgraded in other places on offense. Tight they end. signed a hundred million dollars worth of tight ends over the offseason. And so uh, they're gonna be better. It's up to Cam Newton and Mac Jones, whoever wins that job and whoever can play well, but the Patriots are gonna be better. Where do you answer this question? I, Titans, Patriots, or somewhere else? And I'm, I'm, I'll give you the somewhere else if you want to take it. If it was just Titans or Patriots, I'd say Titans. But now that I've thrown in this. You know me. I like winning bets. I don't like losing bets. <laughs> Doesn't always happen. So I'm going to uh, somewhere else. I, I'm Even if I have the I'm, option. I, I'm, I'm, I was at 25% yesterday, right? We've I've gone from 2.5% to 10%. 
to 25% over the last three weeks of confidence level the Titans trading for Julio Jones. So I'm growing, but the odds still tell me he's going to be somewhere else. So I I have raised my percentage to it. You have gone from 5%, I think I'm right, 5%, 10%, no, 5%, 21% to 41%. You keep going with the ones. I am going to go up to 51%. That's why I'm selecting the Titans in this activity that we're doing right now. 51%. That's I, I am very bullish on Julio Jones going to the Tennessee Titans. And I think that they are going to trade draft capital for him. And I think if you look at their actions, the draft tells you that they're going to go after him. They didn't draft a, a damn wide receiver when they needed to. And I think maybe that was strategy. Let's focus on defense. We have the connection with Arthur Smith. If it does work out, we trust our draft. But if it does work out that we have the ability to get Julio Jones, let's go get him. It's just that puts so much, so much pressure on being able to pull off a trade in June for your championship window. Like, whether that was the plan the entire time, if they even get Julio Jones, like, and it pays they off. They knew that they were going to be in the conversation. Yeah, I think but, that's but, the, but if they miss, that's such a big swing and a whiff because then they had to wait until the fourth round to get Des Fitzpatrick, who is, if you think about this, Luke Warsham brought this up in A-Z Sports. Des Fitzpatrick is the most unproductive wide receiver in college that John Robinson has ever drafted. Think about that. Des Fitzpatrick is the only wide receiver John Robinson has drafted who did not have at least 2,000 yards. I think it's good. I mean, I just, he's the most unproductive guy he's ever drafted when he needs the most productive rookie he's ever needed. Well, I take that with a grain of salt because Taewon Taylor was very productive. A.J. Brown was very productive. Tajay Sharp was very productive, and so was Corey Davis. So regardless, they've and drafted. really one of those guys hit. Well, Corey is a yeah okay whatever, but Corey's again, a bust when, for the when the Titans, my the overall the bigger point is when the Titans have to rely on a rookie wide receiver, they draft the least productive guy they've ever drafted to be that most productive guy that they need right now. That's why they need to go after Julio Jones. And look, Austin, and, Austin, you're a business owner. You and know, real quick, Jason says Racy McMath is way less productive. They drafted Racy McMath to play special teams. And the guy will play special teams. You know, we'll, we'll that is that, that is correct. I, I agree with this. Austin, you're a business owner like myself. And throughout this experience of A to Z sports, you know, just like anything, some things fall your way, some things don't. I think that's the approach of the Titans is whatever happens, you adjust. We've interviewed guys. Some have said yes. Some have said no. But every all of the guys that have said no that we didn't get, you move on. And you know what? You create another plan. And you continue to yeah, stay but, the course. But like it's, it's the same concept. But it's like there's it's a business there's concept. risky business concepts. I didn't mean to have that pun, but there's also stupid business. And I think stupid business is rolling the dice with a wide receiver room of AJ Brown, Josh Reynolds, Des Fitzpatrick, Cam Batson, uh, Cody Hollister, and whoever the hell. I don't. Else you have I there. don't necessarily. I wouldn't label that as. Stupid I, I business. Do. I do. I know you do. I think actually you were correct. That is risky business. It is that you you had it first. I you want to stay away from the well, Tom Cruise I, analogy. I, I think it's stupid because you had the opportunity to go get uh Elijah uh Moore or get 
somebody in the second or the third round, and you did not do that. You waited until 109 to trade up and get more, spend more capital on Des Fitzpatrick, hoping that guy works out. Well, we'll find out. The We had eight days yesterday, so you do quick math. We're down to seven. A week from today, June 2nd. We'll be waking up next Wednesday, and it's, it's Julio Jones Day. I will say, before we switch gears, my favorite part of the A.J. Brown voice message to Julio Jones was the, they said I can't have number one, was the, uh, you can't have 11. I'm not giving up 11 because they said I can't have number one. You're going to have to rock number eight. Who is that? The Titans. And that proves me right from a couple weeks ago when I told you that Mike Vrabel wasn't just going to give guys single-digit numbers. Warren Moon. It's a bigger, it's a Warren franchise. Moon, it's Warren, a franchise thing. You missed on this. Warren you Moon missed on this. Warren Moon said on Buck Rising show that he would give up number one. He would. Who has the control of that? Who retired the jersey? Did Warren Moon retire the jersey? No, but the Tennessee but Titans if, retired. If, if, if I, I Brown, like how you thought into this, but you whiffed on it. I didn't whiff. This is the Titans franchise. This isn't Mike Rabel. Give me a break. This is one of your worst takes. I, they wouldn't they said I couldn't. Oh, you don't want to. You don't want to look in and dive into things, and you're going. You're jumping at this. Oh, bad, Austin. Bad. Shame. 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 This is the Titans. Not Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Like they're the Titans are not going to give anybody single digit numbers. Yeah. And didn't Chad. have the ability to wear single digit numbers before. This. I'm. I'm. I'm doubling down on uh, down on Chad with the upside down question mark. Chad, you're getting the second love of the show. Uh, way to go, Chad. Because this is exactly how I feel. Uh, well, he's actually responding to something else. But. So, so chat, does chat but, still get the love? Uh, you'll get a, you'll get no, a, ha ha. No, you won't get a love. Because he sorry. wasn't even responding. To I'll get a wow. TP says, says I whiffed. But this is a whiff. Man, it's a major whiff. Yeah, but it, it uh, does we, make me right. We need, if, if they trade for Julio Jones, and I tweeted the other day about why. You know, you're AJ wrong keep on 11, this. You're AJ wrong. keep 11, and then uh, Julio rocked his college number Nobody eight. cares that you're right about something else. You were completely wrong on this. So. Let's move forward. All right, Zach. We'll find out if people think I'm right, right or wrong about this reaction. Did the Preds get screwed in overtime last night? That's one I want to ask you guys. We'll play the video of the penalty of the Alex Carrier interference. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next ride. They will hook you up with the perfect make and model for you and or your family. If you're you got a 16 year old daughter or son, it's a perfect. It is the perfect brand of car whether it's the elantra the sonata in which i drive also the palisade the brand new 2021 palisade is the full-size suv they have them in stock at wilson county hyundai wilsoncountyhyundai.com you could look at their inventory they'll hook you up with a great price Payne bone and his team trusted will be there you'll see you'll see that live very very soon you will see that hyundai sign glowing in the background and the palisade sparkling in the parking lot Check it out, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. A to Z Sports, we are live here at the Bone & Joint Institute and powered by BetMGM. Download the app today, use code ATOZ100, and when you sign up and place a $1 money line bet on the Grizz or the Jazz, and if either of those teams hits a single three-point shot tonight, you win $100 in free bets. That's a $1 money line bet when you download the app and use the code ATOZ100 to win $100 uh, if the Jazz or Grizz hit a single three-pointer. Here is what happened last night that I think set Twitter aflame. So the Preds 
squandered a third period lead. They were up 2-1. Johansson <sighs> whiffed on the net. I don't know how he did that. Up 2-1. The only time they've entered an uh, intermission or a period this series with the lead. lead. Yeah. And then they give it up the wraparound. UC Saro should have stopped that too. They go to overtime. That was a good offensive play. It was a good offensive play, but the wraparound never works. Unless you're playing like NHL 2K4. The wraparound works, and if you saw that play, uh, the, the Hurricanes player went back and faked the shot. He, he gave a hesitation, but and like – That was a great hesitation. When's the last time the wraparound's ever worked? When's the last time you've seen it not in a video? I mean, it you does. don't see it that it, often. It, but when that – it was executed very well. So, regardless, overtime happened for the third time in a row. It, was, it set an NHL record for the most consecutive overtimes in the playoffs. And so, the Preds go in the power play. A legitimate penalty against the Canes, basically uh, hooking and holding Grandland. Then this happens where somehow – Alex Carrier gets called for interference when Aho does this. Like, how ridiculous is that? I'm going to play it one more time. It's a short video, but Alex Carrier is the guy who gets interfered with, yet Alex Carrier gets called for the penalty. Zach, do you think the Preds got screwed? Obviously, you can tell by what I've said. I think the Preds got screwed. Terrible call in overtime, in a playoff game in overtime, for that to be interference. Aho was peeking over his shoulder and did that on purpose. The hockey has the embellishment penalty for a reason. That's what this should be. They, they being the refs, uh, did not see him look back. That look back tells me that he did that on purpose it's a strategy though right sometimes you get called it's a it, and it, it's a bold strategy right but even, it could go either way because so, if it, if he gets caught and the ref sees that he looked back to skate uh backwards into him then now the preds get the man advantage so but they already are on an advantage so it's a no call zach like that that the easiest thing to do is just don't blow your whistle and so I want to read this because our Alex Doherty has been crushing Preds coverage uh, over the last month and, and before then. He wrote this on our website. This is the actual definition for interference. Anytime a, quote, a player uses his body to pick or block to impede the progress of an opponent who is a non-puck carrier with no effort to play the puck, maintain uh, normal foot speed or maintain an established skating lane. That is what Aho did to Carrier, not what Carrier did to Aho. It could have been, should have been interference on Aho, if anything, in my opinion, just no whistle, no call. Let him get up off the ice and keep playing. Like it, it was ridiculous. The Preds got screwed on that call. However, the Preds screwed themselves by not taking advantage of the 2 1 lead in the third. Yeah, game. it's, it's not. I know it's game deciding. It's hard to describe what this is. Uh, it's unfortunate. Yes. <laughs> that, that at the end of the day, it's unfortunate. Uh, I, I agree with your reaction of they did get screwed based on this, but they have to find a way to maintain a 2-1 lead. And with one of, if not the best goalie in hockey and in Soros, they don't give him enough defensive help. And it drives as I, I want the Preds to win, right? I could give a dang about the Carolina Hurricanes or any of the other NHL teams, to be honest. 
Uh, but I look at this and I say, defensively, they have to improve. And they didn't in the most important time of the game when they had the 2-1 lead. And they almost – and it was the right call of goalie interference to take that off the board, which was big. I mean, I thought that was surprising that they did that. No, 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 no. no. I, I don't know I, what – I get it. Chris Mason, uh, who is a former goalie, who was on the Preds broadcast. What did he say? He was saying that he was shocked that they actually overturned it. So he I'll, did not think it was goalie interference. I was, I was watching at somebody's house. I was watching the CNBC broadcast, the right. national broadcast. Right. They were all over that. They knew that that was going to be going. I think sometimes when you're on the home broadcast, you kind of like you like. Yeah, that's what made me more confident that that it, that it was. Well, Chris was Mason was like, from, "I don't see this being really going." He, he said he doesn't see how they overturn it. Well, they they obviously did. I thought that was big. That obviously was big momentum to maintain that Preds lead. But they're gonna have to come back to Smashville on Thursday night, and that. That house is going to be a rocking at the big tire. Yeah, Cody says the Preds will win game five. Well, game five was last night, and they lost in overtime. So they need to get win game six, six or they are done for seven. the year. Now, I did see this stat uh, last night, Zach. This is from on the forecheck, and this is not great. <laughs> uh, Bridgestone Arena hasn't been historic a haven for the Preds in a win-or-go-home games. Nashville is 2-9 in, in elimination home games. That's not a good record. No, they need to get to three and nine to well, force. And they're game. also not good when they lose the first game of the series, which they did. Yeah, they have not won when they've lost game one ever in their franchise's history. There is a comfort feeling of being at home for the Preds, though. There is, but that and they've but they've, but they've won. had to win with double overtimes right. in both games. So. Uh, you knew when they went four on four. You, I knew that the game was going to be over. Oh yeah, it was. Somebody's going to win. It was twenty seconds. And I, I don't. I would. I, I'd have to go look at the shot differential. It had to have been in the Canes' favor. That's the biggest difference that you can tell in Laviolette versus John Hines. Because with Laviolette, like you'd always see the score bug, and it shows like shots on goal. The Preds would always have like fifteen more shots than the, than the other team. Yeah. Well, this is the opposite. Opposite. Hurricanes had thirty-seven. The Preds had twenty-five. Right. and But that always seems to be the case. And that's – Soros is like, stop it. Stop but that's, it. That's the, but the Preds have been selective with their shooting. And Roman Yossi – Yeah, they want better they, – they, Higher they, quality. They, they look for higher quality opportunities. And, and they whiffed on a couple um, yet yeah, last night where Roman Yoshi passed when he should, should have shot at, the, at an open net or an opportunity to score there. They screwed up in the third period. That is where they lost the game. But I, I do think the the interference on Carrier was just stupid. That, like, there's there's like here's how I feel about it. Niche sports because all hockey guys are like yeah that's interference on Carrier. That's just how they call it. Like all niche sports have a couple rules that just piss off the non-niche sport viewer. Of like why is that a rule? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like I, I have one. What? What drives me crazy? I, I don't. I don't obviously play professional in any sport, but what drives unwritten rules in baseball. Yeah. Like baseball has a bunch of those where it's like the, the, the second baseman did not step on second base, turning the double play. It doesn't matter. Like the, the, the non-baseball guys, like, why does that not matter? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, My, like mine's more about like the, etiquette. like non-hockey guy is like, why is that a penalty on the guy who got ran into it? Like that doesn't make any logical sense to the non-hockey guy. But hockey guy's like, yeah, man, that's just how it works. And like, well, why does it work that way? 
don't do that. Unwritten like, rule. It's a, it's a stupid rule. But it just seems like non or niche sports always have this. The refs know they this has now gone viral. I mean, they've been informed of what they've seen that replay, right? Be curious to see how the refs referee game six. My inkling is probably gonna be more in the Preds' favor. Well, it'd be convenient because of the home. And team. I bet you that the Canes head coach would say the same thing. Uh <laughs> probably so. He definitely agrees with that. A to Z sports here live. On this Wednesday show, Wednesday means throwing shade. Real quick, Dom says, I love the national teams, but if the Grizz go up 2-0 tonight, show us some love tomorrow. Like I've, I've got a parlay in my bet slip at Bet GM with the Grizz doing something. Uh, you know, I'm not going to try to jinx myself, but it's in, the, it's in the bet slip with the Grizz uh, doing something good tonight. So I, I hope the Grizz do uh, win tonight. I'm also looking at some player props for Ja. Uh, as well. So, Zach, let's get to throwing shade here on this Wednesday. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse. RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Head there, RentersWarehouse.com, to find out how much your home can rent for. There are also many other ways that you can use Renters Warehouse for your benefit, whether it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family. Maybe your son or daughter is graduating. They need somewhere to rent, somewhere to live. They got tons of inventory across the entire mid state all different types of price ranges, all different types of units to rent out. So renterswarehouse.com is where to go. It is eSports, BetMGM. Download the app today. We are broadcasting live from the Bone and Joint Institute. If you've kind of injured your shoulder, hey, I've done that before. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Thomas is taking care of me. You've torn your ACL. Yep. And they have great doctors right here at the state-of-the-art of the state of the art facility right here in Franklin at the Bone and Joint Institute. Throwing shade. So you got, a, was this a shade sandwich? What are uh, we doing I here? I kind of have a shade sandwich. Um, the first shade I had, it's just really short, uh, is a, I posted this drawing of the, you know, King Henry in the backfield with Tannehill and AJ and Julio. I posted that on Instagram and some dude said that I draw like a seven-year-old. And I, I was just thinking like, like that's a solid like football, like, lineup drawing like how else are you supposed to draw it you draw boxes and a couple words and a crown and a number like how can that be how can you like say somebody draws like a seven-year-old with that like it just didn't make sense to me do you think you have good handwriting um i used uh, to, just overall general uh i have the ability to have good handwriting do you have good handwriting? I don't write much. If, if I, so. if somebody asks you, do you have good handwriting? What would you answer? Yeah, pretty decent. Okay. That's the reason why you take that person. Yeah. Because I think I have good, I write in all caps. That's just how I write. And I think I have good handwriting, but that's a bold move. Writing in all caps. Yeah. Well, like things the, you don't see all caps writing and cursive. <laughs> I think you see a lot of all right, all caps writing. Like raise your hand in the chat. Nobody write. sees writing. We're on our phones all the time. Right, I, I know that. <laughs> but I, I write. You were literally caps. one of the only people that I know that write I, things. I don't dot eyes because I write in all caps. Yeah, it's strange to a degree. Uh, but anyway, I thought that was weird. Like, 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 how can a seven-year-old draw that and, and you tell how old they are? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And plus, what really set me over the edge is the dude who was making fun of me for drawing like a seven-year-old, his profile picture was him sitting in the front seat of his car with his sunglasses on and a backwards hat. And it was like, of course, of course, that's the guy. And our, our guy, Luke Worsham, our Titans writer. Yes. Not surprising that he exclusively writes in cursive. No, Luke, that is, <laughs> Luke is that type of guy. 
that Luke writing in cursive is as surprising as Jack Gentry trying to recreate what I did and only having 10 guys in the field. All right, let's go to the comments. Throw shade. Comment in the comment section of wherever you are watching on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, or on Facebook. Uh, Aaron says, my shade is on the weatherman saying that it's supposed to rain tomorrow and the whole weekend. What is the weather forecast oh, for Nashville? It's not supposed to. I don't know where Aaron is, but it, we're supposed to, Saturday is supposed to be awesome. Saturday is supposed to be like mid-70s and sunny. Uh, I will not be in town this weekend, so I, I will not. Uh, I haven't looked at that. Um, let's see. Bobby says, throwing shade on people who comment on, when teams post players' outfits on road trips like Team X by a million. It's just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty funny. Shane. I got a buddy who does that. Uh, my, shout out to Turb. Anytime Derrick Henry, that picture comes up, we got a group text message. Titans by a million. Yeah, Titans by a hundred. Like, like when he wore the all black uh, to the I, Texans I, game, I it's like player. it's like oh, he's wearing an all black suit. He's of course he's going to hit two thousand yards this game. Uh, Dom says shade on me, still in self shade for booking a trip to Cali for Memorial Day weekend while the Grizz will be playing in the playoffs at the Forum. Oh, ooh, that's tough, Dom, who lives in Memphis. Uh, I was in Memphis uh, this past weekend. I didn't see you, Dom. I was actually on Bill Street uh, for a little bit. There you go. Alex Doherty, our president, says shade on every Canes fan of my mention right now that thinks he's a fan. And that's that's the hard thing, too, is that, like, Alex covers the Preds for us. He is a reporter and covers the team as an analyst and writer, and everybody thinks he's a Preds fan because he was anti that penalty call that we've talked about last night. Uh, BMO's showing, throwing shade on his mother. Wow. I'm throwing shade it's on my bold. mom. Well, for texting in all caps. Okay. Okay. This is fair mom shade. I've told her several times, stop yelling at me. All texting caps. in all caps is like that. Like you have to like caps, do that. Right? No, writing all caps, you just write. <laughs> texting in all caps, you have to like double click the, the caps lock. Uh, so you do that on purpose. Big Ten Jeff says, my shade is on delivery customers. People who select a morning time window then say they want it after four. Why? Also, people who choose one to 5 p.m. but won't be home till four and get mad because you won't wait two hours for them to get home. There's uh, a constant battle between the uh, delivery window and the consumer. It, it's just going to never end. All right, so here's my shade. My shade has to do with Major League Baseball. I'm going to display what Major League Baseball claims uh, to be good items to sell. Have okay. you seen this, these? I uh, know. They have now just put random-ass patches on oh, their team's uh, what is this? Who would wear this? Like this, to be honest, looks like a gas station hat. It does. And this hat probably is selling for like $42.99. It is a gas station hat. There's a Buckeye right there on the Reds. Yeah, because Cincinnati has a lot to do with the Buckeyes. Right. Uh, Buckeye I get, State. I get it's I, the Buckeye State, I, I, but like Cincinnati is like – the bridge makes sense because that's like Cincinnati. But state. don't just slap patches on it. They might as well have like a cup of chili. You're a big sax guy? I actually do like saxophone. Yeah. Do you, Would you like to rep that on your hat? No, I'm good. This is my shade. Major League Baseball, do better. This is trash. So uh, my second shade is a personal thing because uh, last week, I didn't realize this but until I got home and I went to the grocery store and – Got back home. My wife got home from work as I was putting the groceries up. She goes, you know that you have a massive rip in the back of your shorts. And I had no idea. So have you been walking around I'd all been, day? 
well, at the grocery store. I was at the grocery store for like 45 minutes to an hour. Self-checkout, all that stuff. We did self-checkout, you're bending over and all that kind of stuff. Massive rip, like this long down the center of my shorts. Khaki shorts, red underwear. So you saw At least you weren't going commando. It, at least. But now the problem is, like, I don't have any normal colored, like, khaki shorts anymore. Because I had two, and they both ripped within the last, like, handful of months. Well, why, do you know when they ripped? How uh, they one ripped? of them got caught on something. Yeah. This one ripped, honestly, because they're a little too tight in the rear end. Okay. And that's, so, a, that's not a it's a good thing. Because, you just need to re, it, we're, this is the perfect time. Though, he, here's, right? Right. But I, this I have, is now you need to go and buy khaki shorts. But I don't know where to go. And that's where I want to, like, so my, my, my shade is on me for walking around the grocery store with a massive rip in the back of my pants and not knowing it for an hour. And then my crowdsourcing is I have no idea where to buy shorts because I don't, I need a well, specific. There is a thing called the internet. I, I know, but like, I, I need to be able to try things on. Because the read, like the the shorts that I ripped, fit at the waist great. They didn't fit in the rear end or the thigh so, because Mandu uh, is doing its job. All right. And so now I need to be able to find like what is a good short that the, fits. And there, I have no idea. There are do, there are things called department stores. There's they still I, exist. But, but Zach, it's crazy. You you know our schedule. I I, I when you if you need short, this and, is a wardrobe thing. You have to do this. And, and you, Dom, you, you Dom cannot says, plead that you don't have time. Dom says you need more mandu squats. No, mandu squats is the problem of why my shorts ripped. No, you need to go to a department store or like Kohl's or like something like that. And what you need to do, you could go to like J.C. Penney or Dillard's or Nordstrom's or something like that in the mall. You could actually take that venture. And buy one pair of shorts, and then you can find them online. Once you find your shorts, I, no, then I know. you can now but buy I, them. But, I found but my shorts. I, like I have my pants. Like I found my pants. My pants are great. I know what it is. I can just buy them whenever I need so them. So rinse and no, repeat. Right, but but it's a, it's an overwhelming process when the weather is freaking hot and humid, and now I don't have any normal colored shorts. I have like blue shorts, Macy's, and green, Macy's. Department stores. I'll, yeah, this is I not. Know, but this like, is not a. But I want advice on like brands. Like, do people like certain brands of shorts? Because uh, I need help with this. Dockers. Dockers is always solid for shorts, right? Nobody cares what you're rocking. No, I I don't care what I rock. I just want it to like you look could good go, and to fit well. You could go with. And so I'm asking for advice. Polo. That's also a. I think I'm wearing polo shorts. Okay. Um, I would stay away from anything that has like an emblem on it. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't want that. Right. I just and want, stay away I just from normal. Stay shorts. away from cargos. You don't need that many pockets. No, I don't need I don't need that. I just uh, need four pockets. Two sides, two backs. I'm sure Kirkland's has a brand because Kirkland's has brands for everything. T Toby says Amazon Closet. They send you a return slip, et cetera. You keep and you you keep, you pay. There you go. Amazon's already figured this out. Bezos has got you covered. Yeah. Well, so Problem solved. Go forth. I might try the Amazon closet thing. Go forth. Thank you. I, I needed help with this. And Ethan says, shade on Austin for not knowing how to buy pants. So I know how to buy pants. I just, I was asking because I haven't had to buy shorts in like two years. Where do you buy your pants? Express. Go there. No. Their short style does not fit. Then go to the department stores that the chat has suggested. Yeah. Josh says, how do we get the BetMGM shirt? We'll have to talk to we, the BetMGM. We will MGM. talk to them about that because this shirt gets compliments every time I rock it. So we'll... we'll I like rocking it too. I, I've had people ask me the same thing. Yes. Good shirt. 
All right, good guys. Sponsor. Good, good sponsor. show. Great sponsor here. Always love being here at the Bone Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org. Whenever that injury happens in life, know who to trust. Trust them right here. Boneandjointtn.org. Guys, we'll be back uh, tomorrow morning for a Titans Thursday. Who knows what might happen in the Julio Jones saga and the Grizz on the, on the court tonight, uh, like Dom said. If the Grizz win, we'll give them some love. Up 2-0, potentially, potentially against the one seed. I don't so, think it's going to happen, but that's why they play the game. Yep. All right, guys. We will see you tomorrow morning. Have a good one. Adios.